Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. Why are people afraid of sex? Sex. Yeah, I am definitely not trying to paint with a wide brush. Is that the phrase? You know what I'm talking about. I'm not trying to overgeneralize, but I had a thought. Sex requires a complete release and letting go of control, inhibitions, um, all that jazz. You know, it needs that. It's designed for that to an extent. That's a new thought. I don't haven't dug into that yet, but I'm going to go with it. Now, I think that <laughs> if we're talking about Christian culture, there is, and I can only speak to America, but there is a sense of control, I think, in some versions of Christianity that is necessary and maybe even seen as in line with holiness. Now, let me unpack this. We're doing this live together, so we'll see what comes up. Um, I'm thinking of the church I grew up in where <laughs> affectionately called Black Church, and all that that means is there is a whole bunch of Black culture and soul and rhythm in every ounce of that experience and the music the choir the style the drums the um the, the flow of church services but anyway there was so much freedom there you know people would call out to the the preacher while he's speaking like yes say that or um preach preacher whatever it is they would have this interaction with him while he's on stage or her because yes, ladies would also be able to grace the pulpits in the church that I grew up in. Um, dance. I was part of the dance ministry in church. So we had different types of dance that would mostly the youth were part of. They, you know, the Sundays would be um, some of the older and older in the sense that I was like 10 at the time. So anyone older than that was old they would do the regular uh, service and then there would be a special part during tithes and offerings and that would usually be the young people. And so there was a a step team. There was a, um, I guess you could call liturgical team where we would have the flowing skirts and all of that. There were times where we'd do cultural pieces based on like parts of African culture or Caribbean culture or just all this stuff we would embrace dance and movement and you know even if you weren't up there performing you could be out in the congregation and I remember there was a lady at our church who she would come dressed up in heels a skirt tights the whole shebang and my girl had sneakers in her bag 
ready to go when it got to that part of service. And you know what I'm talking about, which part of service, if you've grown up in a church like this, like she would don her sneakers, tie them tight and run around the sanctuary, just hair flying, voice loud, arms flailing. And it was beautiful. (laughs) There was so much energy and release. And then I moved to Georgia. <laughs> My The church I grew up in was in Connecticut. And if you haven't listened to past episodes, my family's Jamaican. That's my culture. And my church was very, um, a lot of Caribbean influence in that church. But anyway, so I moved to Georgia and it was different. My church in Connecticut was called Baptist, so when we moved, we found another Baptist church down here. Let me just tell you this. It's not the same thing. Oh my goodness, this church was very quiet. We were the only people with any kind of colorful pigmentation in our skin there. Um, It was quiet. And someone would talk. And then people would respond, Amen in unison a young lady performed on her flute or violin or something like that and I remember wanting to clap because that's how we roll and when she was finished no one said anything I was so confused no one said anything the next speaker just came up and that was it I was (laughs) it was so uncomfortable Um, Not to say it's bad, it's just different, and this is what I was speaking to. Um, In the South, and potentially other parts of the country, I've never lived in the West, so I can't speak to y'all, but I do think there is a a level of control that is um, sometimes expected or comfortable. But here's the thing, sex and intimacy invite us into freedom you know I've heard lots of words around um, when some people are looking out at others enjoying their sexuality and calling them wild or you know you're acting like animals and XYZ oh <sighs> Just for one second, can we embrace a duality of sex being sacred and sex being wild? That there's a part of yourself that you access when you're sexually intimate that is very different than the parts that you might bring into your work environment or um, talking to friends or anything like that. And if I'm being quite honest, I actually think that this wild part is very similar to the carefreeness that we used to use as kiddos when we were playing before we learned that the world had expectations for how we should be. It's freedom, it's play, it's fun, it's movement, it's release, it's all of that. And so now let me move this away from the church because this conversation is very 
complex and has lots of pieces. And what I don't want you to do, I don't want you to hear me saying the church doesn't know how to engage with sex because that's not what I'm saying. That's too broad of a statement. The church is a diverse body of lots of different types of people, different beliefs. So let me talk about people and not a body of people. If you are a person who has trouble with letting go of control in general and or trouble with play, then one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to find yourself very split where sexuality, you are like a completely different human being than you are usually. And there's this huge dichotomy in in personalities. Or you're going to find that same vibe of not being able to let go of control carry over into sex where it's just hard. It's hard to release. It's hard to enjoy pleasure. So. So what do we think about that? I think that a great next step would be to integrate sexuality, spirituality again. It's okay to not be polished. And I hope that your worship is not polished. I hope that your prayer is not polished all the time. I hope that sometimes you come to God with tears and snot or anger or joy and giggling I hope you come to him with all of it because in the same way that you can be spiritually naked and unafraid and unashamed that that can that's a great muscle for you to learn how to maneuver bring that into intimacy with your partner your trusted secure safe established committed joined partner learn how to let go with them too how to play laugh during sex and intimacy sure why not laugh have passionate moments have sweet and tender moments all of that good stuff oh and don't worry about what other people think about who you should be whether that be our culture and our media or your own expectations or what people have inflicted on you of like rigidity and who you should not be leave all of that and just like children kind of know how to well I don't want to say know how to they're born with a default of not having all of that stuff going around in their brain we can relearn that for ourselves and be adults in that Sex can be wild and fun and playful and free and without control. And if that thought scares you, that's okay. Start practicing it outside of sex. Start practicing it by learning to be free, freer with money. Maybe you need to take financial literacy courses so that you understand your money so that you don't have to feel so rigid around it. Maybe it's freer with how um, you engage with your kids. You know, do you feel like a helicopter parent? Where's that coming from? Maybe it's being freer with yourself. 
What does it look like for you to not have the house clean and not be okay? Just, just for today even. You know, get your hands dirty. Get your hair dirty. Just be all of you. So yeah, I I would really actually love to know y'all's thoughts on anything that I've said. Um, so if you have any thoughts or comments or nuances that you'd love to share, hop over to Instagram at myintimacytherapist and slide in the DMs. Send me a direct message. I Let's just talk about it. I'm very much interested in this, in this topic, obviously, but I really do want that for us, for us to integrate sex and spirituality and have ourselves be so full and so whole, you know, that we just feel freedom all around. Oh, and I was about to wrap up just now, but I did want to share with you um, uh, an additional part to the original question of Why are we so afraid of sex? If you have had legitimate, scary, or unsafe, or unsure encounters in intimacy and sexuality, love, you have 3,000% reason to feel scared of sex. And it, you know, what I was talking about before was more of just how um, patterns in other parts of our lives with anxiety and control might show up in intimacy. But if you've had a wound or a trauma inside of intimacy in your past or even with your current partner, listen, that is valid. That makes sense. And it is going to take so much healing for you to get to take back and feel confident again in in the fact that you have the say over your sexuality. You have the control of your sexuality and that it can be a safe and free place for you again. And I'm so sorry if you've had experiences that have taught you otherwise. You know, um, your body and your mind do what they can to protect you and to keep you safe. Once we are in a safe place again, or once we're rebuilding what safety means for us, we we just do that slowly and brick by brick and step by step. So be patient with yourself and please have grace for yourself. Don't feel like you, like I'm saying that you have to get to that place where you're just like, woo, 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 sex is fun. Just right off the bat. Not at all. We're going to rebuild that brick by brick. I can help you with that too, if you'd like. Thank you. Thank you for listening and considering and, yeah, being open to new thoughts and ideas. So thank you so much for listening today. If you have trouble with feeling free and wild and playful and intimacy and integrating your spirit in that, let's talk. I would love to. If you're a single person, we can talk about what that looks like in dating, which is really exciting to me. I've got lots to share with you on that. If you are in a relationship or married, then we get the opportunity to talk about what it looks like to explore that with a partner you already have who you may have already learned is safe and 
great to explore with or maybe you're concerned they aren't safe and we've got a lot of stuff to work through to be able to get there for you to have permission to let go. Both of those conversations I'm open for. So check the information in the show notes and set up a consultation with me. It's free, just 15 minutes, and it'll give us a chance to find out what happens next, what our immediate next step is, okay? So as always, remember, who are you? You are fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. Have a great day.